In this episode, let's go deep with best-selling author, possibility coach, and transformational speaker, Victoria Rader. I say that the formula to success is your mindset times your skill set times your effort equals your result. And then if you, like me, are a spiritual person, if the person of faith, then you're going to add God on the one side of your equation. So it'll be God times your mindset times your skill set times your effort equals results times infinite. I'm so pleased to have Victoria with me today on Titans of Transition. Victoria and I connected both members of the John Maxwell team. I was a guest on your podcast recently, and I was so excited to do that. There's only the second one I've done to be a guest. But I think we made a really good connection there, and I really was wanting to invite you onto my show so we could share a little bit more about you. And how did you get to what you're currently doing now with your business, Victoria? Joe, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I was leaving my home and I said, honey, I'm now a Titan. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds kind of weird, doesn't it? (laughs) Them are big shoes to fill. I'm going to go try and fill some big (laughs) shoes there with Joe's. I love the name of your podcast. It was wonderful to have you as a guest, so I'm thrilled to be here. So a little bit about me. So my company's name is You To Shine, and it was kind of founded as the original company in 2013, and then it was completely reorganized in 2015, 16 again into what it is now. And what we do is that we have a team of an amazing Empower Me coaches that help you with spiritual and practical dilemmas and how to find a solution. And they're a God-guided solution. We're very big on God-guided solution. Uh, We trust that you can define God, the great overall designer within the dictates of your own conscience. But we're a very God-guided group of people. And so that's what we do. We have a lot of products and services that support people on their journey of discovering who they are, on empowering who they are, and on impacting the world from the place of their inner genius. Uh, We have little apps and long programs, you name it. We have it all. We love it all. We're just having a lot of fun overcoming daily troubles. That's kind of what we do. We change your subconscious programming that can self-sabotage your daily rituals. Mm. And then we equip you with practical steps. So the company bridges between spiritual energetic realm and practical skill. I developed the formula that I say that the formula to success is your mindset times your skill set times your effort equals your result. And then if you, like me, are a spiritual person, if the person of faith, then you're going to add God on the one side of your equation. So it'll be God times your mindset times your skill set times your effort equals results times infinite. So you make a choice. Results mm. or infinite results. That's what we are offering as a company. Now, how did I get here? Just a really, really yeah. great question because you know how I said God guided? And it's, it's not just a cliche in my life. It, it is very often a painful path of rebelling against that guidance, failing to follow it, learning that I should have, and then humbling myself and following it. And so I was, I am a wife and a mother first and foremost. And uh, when my children were little, 
I wanted to homeschool my children. It was not a choice that came from, oh, public schools are bad or, you know. It came from the fact that I had a daughter who was a genius, brilliant young girl and wanted to learn very quickly. And so she started learning languages and math and reading. And by the time she was seven, she was at a fourth grade of her ability. Mm. But emotionally, she was a seven-year-old kid. So we've created a dilemma for us between do we force the academic um, suffocating environment of boredom on her or do we homeschool? And we mm. chose to homeschool and it was always one year at a time. And while homeschooling the kids, I was very big that the, fa the, fast and best, uh, way, the fastest and best way to learn is through experiential learning. So I took them in 2006 to Greece. We went to Greece for three weeks. My daughter was wow. eight. My son was four to study about the Parthenon by climbing it, to do the uh, labyrinth of the great Minotaur and so forth and so on. But I came back home and my amazing husband, who was the sole provider at the time and family, set me down. And you guys probably can hear the accent. I'm from Ukraine, former Soviet Union. No business, no money. Everybody was equally broke and equally excited about being broke. So he sits me down and he says, honey, the ambition to homeschool is great. But this is how the credit card works. It's not actually attached to real money. You've put us into this significant debt now. <laughs> so I appreciate your desire to homeschool. <laughs> it might be well backed up by, you know, knowing how the economics works. He was very kind and supportive. My reaction was, oh, no problem. I'll just get a job to make money while homeschooling kids. So I literally went on Google and I said, what is the best way to make money in U.S. while staying home with your kids? This is 2007 by then, and the real estate is hot. The homes mm. are flying off the market. Realtors are millionaires. I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. So I go and get real estate license. By the time I get it, it's around 2008. I step into the arena of real estate. The market crashes. The agents are fleeing the market. <laughs> And to me, oh it was an amazing goodness. opportunity to learn in the crashing market and to develop the skills. I had several commitments. I never worked on Sunday. Several brokers said it's a suicide in real estate. If you're an entrepreneur, it's not. You can honor your day. For me, it was a Sabbath day, so I chose not to work on Sunday. For you, it might be just a day of rest. Whatever it is, pick one day. Mine was Sunday. So I never worked on Sunday. But within a year, by 2009, I was in the top 1% of realtors in the country. And a broker wow. just started inviting me to ask what it is that I did differently. And so while homeschooling kids through that time, and this was not easy. There were nights that I sobbed myself into the pillow from exhaustion, from doubt, from questioning whether I was stretching too thin and answering yes, I was. But I had very clear goals. My goals were... Show my kids the world, pay off the mortgage, have no debt, and do whatever it takes. So within the next uh, few years, I was combining selling real estate and coaching other agents and then other businesses on how to implement success principles. And I ran very quickly into a dilemma that you can teach habits and you can develop good skills. But if you carry subconscious sabotaging programs a person will continue failing and going back to their point of fear. So I went and got a PhD in metaphysical science, which is the 
part of philosophy that studies the way of being. And then I got every single energy and subconscious modality certification I could get my hands on to simply understand how does this 93% of who we are really works, how to change it, how to adapt it. Got into healing, uh, through energy healing, got into life coaching. And finally, in 2013, when I was on the top in my real estate in August, I had my best months ever. The small, still voice. I have a podcast that's called All About the Voice, and it's all about learning that still, small voice. The still, small voice yeah. that I call spirit, some can call intuition, prompting, niggle, said, you're done. You learned all you had to learn. It's time to start your, your, your own company full time. Ah. And that was terrifying. It was terrifying because there were things happening at home. But I walked away from real estate and started You to Shine as a company that now combined practical success approaches with spiritual subconscious ability to back those up. That is the whole wow. journey, Joe. <laughs> that is packed. <laughs> and, and boy, so many things for us to unpack a little bit. You and I talked before about transition, how to pivot, how to know it's time to listen to the voice inside of you that says, I need to change. Something's not quite right. And your focus is using, I think, the word transformation and different aspects and different modalities of transformation. But really, they cross over so much. I, I thought it was really interesting when you were talking back to the point of fear. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that means? When you said that phrase, it lit up a little bit for me. And I, I think just to resonate a little bit with what you said, so much of our culture is about learning and acquiring knowledge and, and acquiring skills and all these other things. But we find so many people in our coaching business and our coaching engagements completely frozen and stuck by fear or by whatever mindset. But back to the point of fear, I think that I'd like to hear yeah, more about that. It's actually a great question, Joe. Months ago, maybe close to a year now ago, I had a client who came and she said, I just have a fear of commitment. I either overcommit and then I'm fearing disappointment or I choose then not to commit. And I wanted to go into a typical approach of, well, let's go into ABC of commitment. And just as I opened my mouth, I there goes that subtle feeling again that came through. And the words that came through were not my words. I want to honor them as such. I believe they were inspired words that have helped me then deliver the teachings that I do. What came through was we're always committed. The question is whether we're committed to our scared self or sacred self. And some of us are incredibly committed people. And we've been trained to commit to the scared part of who we are. And so in a way to recommit to this, to find and recommit to that sacred part takes breaking a commitment to the scared one. Whoa, this is why people <laughs> are stuck. They're actually amazingly committed people, amazingly loyal people who are subconsciously struggling with, am I going to let that little scared Vika, that little scared Joe mm. behind? I'm going to leave them behind? They've done well by me. They've they fed me. They mm -hmm. took care of me. 
am I walking away from them? You know, so much so when you look at the two words, and this is where God is amazing. You look at the two words, scared and sacred in English language. They're made from the same letters with one little shift of letter C. And I call it the shift of commitment. And it's a daily shift from commitment to fear to commitment to love. It's a conscious choice. And you cannot commit to the scared part, to the sacred part of you, to that eternal essence of who you are without loving, not punishing, loving the scared part, right? Love conquers all. Love overcomes all sin. We, we say it. Do we really mean it? Do we love the ugly part of ourselves? That's where it starts. So when you find yourself fearful, this is when you say, okay, I'm scared because I've always been committed to this part of me. And we actually do have, we produce just a five-minute meditation on my side that is free to anybody who wants to explore it. And it is a shift from scared to sacred self because I so believe in that, you know, and love the scared part of you so the sacred part of you can shine. And what is the sacred part? I look at the word me. I'm rebranding the word me as little m, big E with big E being your eternal essence. I call it the spirit, you know, that part of you that is a child of God. You can call it eternal energy, but it's the big E. And then there's little M, your material, your matter, your physical body, right? And it's how you manifest this daily reality, this little glimpse that we call life on this planet Earth. That's your scared little M. And so it's recommitting to the, to the sacred, to the energetic of who you are. That's the journey. And it's a journey of lifetime. Oh, wow. So, so here's a question. Um, how to step away from the scared self or to honor that, to love the scared self and to move towards your spiritual self? What part does faith play in that? It's huge part. Absolutely huge part. So much so. Because we, we are so comfortable and you've brought in a much broader context here. We've talked on this podcast before on this the YouTube channel about wanting to stay with the status quo, what's comfortable, and how we're biologically uh, incentivized to do that. Our lower brain tries to keep us safe. But you brought in a much broader context. In order to make that move, though, it is into new territory with intention. It's listening to that voice, but it's responding to it. So to me, I thought there's a faith aspect to that. You know, I couldn't agree more. And the way I want to reframe the, first of all, I'm in posit, into positive psychology and personal growth and all of that, but I'm a person sure. of awareness. So I'll always listen for the subconscious triggers in that language. So it's very popular. To state, you might might have heard it, that success lives out of outside your comfort zone, that you have to come out of your comfort zone to be successful. And I've pondered on that a lot. And this is where faith comes in, because what is not comfort zone for you is comfort zone for God. So you're never out of the comfort zone. <laughs> the difference is, are you in your comfort zone or in God's comfort zone? Because when you are in God's comfort zone, your results are infinite. 
But if you wait for your comfort zone to expand out there, that is what's going to limit you. So that is the leap of faith. But I don't believe that leap of faith to be from comfort to discomfort, but from comfort through faith to being comforted, comforted by the great comforter <laughs> that there is to support right. and sustain you. This is a very deep conversation, and it, it gets very close to my belief system in terms of my life verse. And the verse may shift, but currently it, it, it is Colossians one twenty seven. The mystery is this, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Oh. So it really resonates with this uh, idea that, in reality, I believe that when you you're completely, fully who you were intended to be when you allow his power to work through you and through how he has, he, God, has gifted you. And um, what I think we have a lot of in our culture today is a lot of either good intentions about spirituality, but sometimes it's, it's tethered more to the self and more to sort of a pumped up reality, I think it doesn't serve us well. It doesn't serve us, meaning society, meaning people well, because um, we are we are limited. And, and you use the word infinite, and you've stressed that multiple times. So I really resonate with that. I think there'll be some listeners who will and maybe won't, but I think there are universal truths that I think we can agree upon. And boy, that's one that I've seen worked out in my life day in and day out. So thank you for sharing that. That's that's a, a wonderful insight on how faith ties in. Well, and it's two, it's that, two realities, and both are true. There is a reality. The greatest fear that humanity carries is that I'm never enough. And it is not untrue. Yeah. The greatest truth is you're more than enough if you're allowing the divine power into your life. So we're constantly shifting between the, these two truths. And if you are confused, then you're going to insist that you are enough while disconnected from divine power. That, to me, is the point of deception. That is the point of deception. Yeah. I am it without the divine support is what leads to severe depressions, anxieties, and so forth and so on. It's okay to feel you're not enough. It's an invitation to be reminded that you are more than enough by inviting the Spirit into your life, by inviting that love that Joe's talking about. So in dealing with your clients, what kind of recurring issues do you see? I think over the past few years, obviously, we have this sort of this external macro uh, pressure being put on us with COVID and, and with all that goes on around that. I, I, I have talked to a number of people who've been wanting to transition or they've been in a state of ill at ease over where they are currently. And I'm wondering, what are the common things that you keep coming back to that, that are evoked based upon your interaction with your clients? What could you share that may be helpful for the listener right now who has landed here to listen to us for various reasons, but there's a gap, more than likely there's a gap, and they're looking for something to fill that gap, to answer that question for them on what to do next or how to move forward. I think while we work with so many 
aspects of reality. I think the underlying thing that brings people into our family, and they, they do become family for us, is desire to live a purposeful life. It's the question, am I living out my purpose? You know, we were born for a purpose to live life on purpose. And a lot of us are not quite sure what it is, whether we're doing it, are we doing it well enough, the confusion about that. And so the very first thing to close that gap for someone, what I would like to say is that in very simplified words, I want to do simplified words on mine, but you know what? Um, God just told me I need to quote. We have this little journal manifest me, by the way. And I'm going to read to you my favorite scripture from it, which is very short. So here's John 10, 10. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. That is a purpose of life for every person. Some of us forget that we're here to have life. So we're constantly looking at accomplishing, not in living. And some mm. of us forget that we're here to live abundantly. And I don't mean just the money. I don't think Christ meant just the money. But filling every moment of being alive with gratitude for the abundance around you. That is your purpose in life. What you do is not your purpose. How you do is not your purpose. It is the benefit of having found the purpose and living it fully. So starting today, you say, I'm breathing, I'm alive the purpose of this spirit was to gain this body, to learn how to be physically alive. I'm doing it. I'm here on purpose. Now, how do I go serve somebody in the most meaningful way aligned with my talents? And when you do it day after day after day, that still small voice guides you to better ways of doing it. And then you can look back and say, oh, my purpose was to do this podcast. My purpose was to do my purpose. No, they were aspects of how you've chosen yeah. to expand your purpose of living and living more abundantly. And we already are doing it. Whether you're home staying, stay home mom, wondering should have you've gotten a career, you're living your purpose, just live it more abundantly. If you are an executive who never sees time to see their family, you're living your life, now live it more purposefully. You know, take a chill pill. You're it, you're alive. So 50% <laughs> is already done. I love that. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I think that uh, the whole getting in touch with your purpose, you know, we are human beings, not human doings. <laughs> uh, I ask people that, what do you feel like your purpose is? And, and they give me a job title or they give me something that is really more doing related or some categorization. A purpose can be, I'm an encourager. Purpose can be something that seems somewhat general that can show up in a lot of different activities, but it's what you have been uniquely gifted with. You're bringing the scripture, so I'll do that too. I'll talk about the parable of talents, which I think you did on your podcast. So we have been given, God has invested in us. He's wired us. You know, the Holy Spirit is there and given us the power to live out abundantly in our purpose we will be at disquiet, my belief is. We will feel like there's a hole unless we're aligned with that. And this can go on years, decades, or an entire lifetime. 
unfortunately, tragically. So sometimes it's a little bit of a challenge working with clients because they'll want to come in and get the quick fix. They'll want to come in and get what book should I read or what should I put into my calendar? What habit should I develop? Those things are useful, but you have to start at, I think, a more fundamental level, answer those deep-seated questions before that disquiet will move away and that disharmony will move away into harmony, into alignment, and into fulfillment. So um, resonating a lot with you. This is going in very rich direction for me. I really appreciate it. So why don't you tell us about what you're leaning into in 2022. You told us about your business so far. We've got a sense of what you do and your engagements. What are you going to be more intentional about in 2022 in terms of serving those in your family? Yeah, we are expanding. Um, I have very limited number of annual clients that are booked for the year. So I'm currently expanding my coaching team that with every person being specialized in a certain way, we're onboarding them as we speak. We just launched our first one and we have five more lined up. They will be all specialized from Christian counselors to people that heal the earth and clear your home from dark energies. You name it. We are bringing them <laughs> on. We're bringing them on. We have an amazing person who teaches you how to breathe, to regain your health, your you know, stamina, because breathing is, is important. It's not cold breath of life for nothing. You know, for a lot of us, we forgot how to breathe. So it's more like <laughs> breath of terror. <laughs> Where's my brown bag? You know, so anyway, so we're expanding <laughs> the people power. And I'm excited to lean into that. We do have an amazing program that's called Quantum Freedom. I want to share about this. I wasn't going to share this part of it, but I feel strongly that I do. And I don't know why I'm getting emotional, but I'm just, I'm just kind of carrying my heart in my sleeve. So you can cut that out later if I get, if I lose my ability to be presentable. This is what editing is for. Oh. But in December 2019, I had a little conversation with, with God. I call in my chats with God. And just every day I check in and say, what would you like me to do today? Take this. Bob Badin wrote an amazing book, Two Chairs. Love the book. And it's all about, does God know what you go through? Yes. Does he have a plan for you? Yes. Do you know that plan? Oh, well, let me check in. And that's your daily check-in. So every morning, I'll say, here are my troubles. Please take them away. They're, they're too heavy to carry. They're yours to carry. And now that you've taken that in exchange, what am I to do today? Just what am I to do today? What am I to be today? You know, what is my marching orders for the day? And it was in December 2019 that the very clear prompt came in, you need to take all of your programs online. I said, okay, that's going to be hard to do. A lot of it was in person, hands-on interaction, but I'll do it. And by when? And it was by January 24th, you need to launch a new program. January 20th. <laughs> very interesting timing. Yeah. January 24th, 2020, we launched what we yeah. now call, what we called back then, Quantum Freedom. Quantum Freedom is a phenomenal program. It teaches you how to respond to life in a way that creates the life of your dreams as opposed to react to it. And we started with one program that was, you know, teaching people to appreciate daily miracles. We started a miracle program when two months later the world shut down in fear. We were creating miracles. And then it expanded into business aspect for my business entrepreneurs, into healing aspect for people who seek 
uh, physical healing. And then we did different programs on money and so forth and so on. They're all recorded and they're all a part of your membership and accessible through that. While I do five live programs um, a month. So that group is expanding. And two months mm. ago, what we've done was, because it was growing completely by referral, I have not, this is new to me to come on podcast and talk about the program. That's a part of that commitment of growing my team. But because it grew completely by referral, I sat down with my little team and I said, how do we make everybody prosper? And so we've turned that program into affiliate program where the members bring somebody because they know they'll gain the value. They get 33% of the price of the program. Mm. The program is $9.99 currently a year. So $3.33 might not sound like a lot to somebody in America, but last month we launched it in Russia. And I get, this is where I get emotional. Mm-hmm. And I have little Russian families who go in debt, right, for $9.99, but they get three people within a week. And then they start making money. And while their spirit is growing, they're feeding their family. So that's my biggest purpose for 2022 is grow quantum freedom in the most profound, palpable and profitable way, especially in places where that money makes a huge difference. That's the purpose for that. To do that, I'm going to do a um, Empower Me video program on Believe Your Dreams Network, which is uh, Les Brown's niece, Nicole Peters Network online. They're on every smart TV. I don't have any details yet. I'll be recording them in February, March and launching in April. And empowering people. And the me will be little M, big E, the brand. In other words, empowering the God-driven you in you, <laughs> you know, at a cost nice. of the sa- sacred self over the scared self. So those are my big visions. Uh, now we have two apps uh-huh. that we're rebranding. I have iHappy Daily that will be just me daily and iHappy Me that will be just me. Those are the entry points for people that need help and $20 is too much for them so they can get an app for $1.99, you know, and we will try nice. to reach out to nice. them that way. Those are my big visions. I really think that's, that's great. I, I really love how you've, you're serving at different levels and worldwide. I want to ask you a specific question because uh, you were connected on social media and you post things about activation. Yeah. You use the word activation. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because it's I think it's a very unique way of putting your finger on someone's heart yeah. with a message. So um, this came about from two different uh, trends of thoughts. I'm very big on affirmations. And affirmation is a statement of positivity. But if we are affirming something we don't believe about ourselves... What we're really affirming is the deeper fear that's there if it's not healed. People need money. They run around saying, I'm a money magnet. But deep inside, the scared self is, yeah, who are you kidding? You broke. You know it. I know it. (laughs) And so, so, exactly. (laughs) And so the activation is an invitation to activate the belief that I'm offering within you. And because I work with energy, you know, God is energy. I work with energy. They're charged with special energy blessing to invite people to do so in a more palpable way. When you look at the language of activations and affirmations, they start with I am. 
if you think of the first introduction of the concept of I am, it goes back to Moses when Moses is chatting with God in the burning <laughs> I bush. I am who I am. Yeah, I am that I am, right? I am that. So I am (laughs) is the name of God. So we are taught, as Christians at least, we're taught not to take God's name in vain. And very often we think it's not adding swear words after the name or doing something that is displeasing. But to me, it's also very literal. If I'm taking the name of God, which is I am, and I add broke or stupid, I'm taking Hmm, God's name in vain. Very interesting twist. Right? And hopefully it gives chills to somebody because that is that sacred self in you. The I am part is the sacred self. You're created in God's image. I am godlike. I am eternal. Yeah. I am empowered. So that's what the activations are. They activate the eternal self in you to align with God's view of your life, power of your life. And um, they're very powerful, you know, and they're free. That's just, I, they bring me joy to share yeah. them in my Tree of Life group. <laughs> well, why don't you, I, I, I'm going to allow you some time to do some closing thoughts. And then I think we should just let people how to know how to reach you. Yeah, right? I think the easiest yeah. way to reach me is just go to our website, yu2shine.com. Grab your free meditation from Scared to Sacred. That's the beginning awesome. of healing for me. If you, you know, you can join our tree of life. Ask Joe. <laughs> He's a, he has a link. <laughs> you know? um, I will have all yeah. these links in the show notes. No so worries. So that's the easiest way to, to reach us. All the information, all the current information is always on the website. Yeah. And as always, we're trying to bring resources to everyone as you navigate life, as you try to get in touch with your purpose as you're trying to get clarity around what your next steps are. And I'm just so pleased that uh, you could be with us today, Victoria. I'm blessed. And uh, thank you so much for being thank on you. Titans of Transition. Thank you very much, Joe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave this with your group. Um, I just wanted to share this very briefly. And that is the story of that I go to every time I meet a new person as a reminder And that story is in 1400s, where the Italian sculptor Donatello is given a piece of marble he's commissioned to carve a sculpture. And Donatello studies the sculpture, the marble, for over a month, several months, and finds that it has too many veins, which in the marble language is bad, bad marble. You're going to crack, you're faulty, so he rejects the marble. Fifty years later, 5-0, so it's never too late, It's never too late. That's the first point of the story. Fifty years later, Michelangelo, out of that particular marble, carves the statue of David, the most famous statue that till this day stands in Florence. And I have chills every time I tell this story. I've told it a thousand times. So if you feel the chills, this is the spirit testifying to you of your divine origin. And when, when Michelangelo is asked, how could he possibly carve this magnificent David out of this faulty marble. He says, I saw the angel in the marble and I carved until I set him free. Mm. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Thanks again for joining us today. And thank you for those strong words of encouragement. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, thanks for joining me today on Titans of Transition. 
I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please check the show notes for additional information. Also, please like and subscribe to this channel.